Welcome to the Leaf Man Podcast. I am your host, Trevor Taylor. This is my co-host. Brooks. Mick Werder. You have to say the full thing. I don't have to. <laughs> you just stop. Brooks. It's, it's Brooks. It's Brooks. Brooks. James Mick Werder. There you go. Perfect. B- BJM. All right. <laughs> what questions do you have today? Um, I got, I said, you usually got the good ones, but I mean, it's not hockey season, so I don't really have a lot of material. Um, I put comfy, like being comfortable, being uncomfortable, as cliche as that is. Yeah. It's true. Um, and then reading versus listening as far as like books go, because I hate that argument so much and I want to throw down every time someone, every time I'm like, yeah, I read this book the other day and they're like, they're like, you mean you listen to it? I'm like, yeah, um, the words, (laughs) yeah, it's the same thing. So it's actually funny that you put down comfortable, being comfortable. Yeah. Because I, my questions are kind of revolved around that too. Um, I put down, how do you keep going when things get difficult? And then. What is the difference between being soft and a pushover versus being actually nice? Yeah. Because I feel like that's a debatable topic. So let's just start off. We can just we can just work my comfy being uncomfortable thing. I mean, I could even just start and then just we'll just roll into all your. Yeah, yeah. If, if they link up, then we'll. Yeah, what well, brought that to mind? Why did you think of that? Because <laughs> I'm reading a book about an ex Navy SEAL. Um, but it also just reminds me, and I and I always have the military ones because like, you're very active in like the new social spaces of motivation and stuff like that whereas Mm -hmm. all of my big motivational and life lessons and stuff like that don't come from podcasts necessarily or you know self-help guys nowadays it comes from like being in the military and just knowing like whoa this really has helped me now in life because of kind of just how much it sucked back then you know or or sucked or didn't suck but the comfy being uncomfortable thing just comes down to I was going to try and play it into the company but the basis behind it is there was always a big complaint uh, between like the less, you know, fast-paced guys that we used to work with, because those guys went all in when we went to the field, and a lot of us did go all in when we went to the field, and you had that small group of guys that was always like, well, why are we training in the rain when it's just a training exercise? Like, just hold off for a little bit. Yeah. It's like, okay, cool, but what happens later when, when you know, you're real uncomfortable in a real lonely place in a yeah. far-flung piece of the world? You know I mean, so and it's, it's kind of raining it, on you. Yeah, and it's raining on you, and it's kind of just like yeah. If and especially if you train in that environment, like Hawaii is horrible yeah. with like rain, centipedes, nightmare zone. We yeah. call, we called it uh, Kahukistan because it was called Kahuku Training Grounds. It's the worst place mm-hmm. in the world. But if you go through something like that and you're dealing with all that suck for two weeks, and then you do go on deployment, and it just happens to not be raining on you, but you're, it's a better you're, day. You're operating at top 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 yeah and then when it does rain you're operating at neutral yeah because when it's raining and you're tired and you have no sleep you're operating at neutral and it transfers into the company i feel like being you and me as it's grown in the early stages of the company we're we're a nightmare i don't Mm -hmm. even like thinking about like half the trees we did when it was just you and me yeah you know it was it was so hard one of the hardest times of my life um but you know, I can go out on a job site right now and it could, guys could be like, oh, this tree's a ball buster. And I'm like, this, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I got a mini skid. I got stuff picking stuff up for me. Yeah. You know, I'm not, you, you know what I mean? It, I, I'm comfortable. I'm just extremely, I'm in luxury when it's just a little uncomfortable still. Yeah. And then when it gets to that terrible part where you can't use a crane, you can't use a skid, you can't use this and you're dragging stuff out. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is business Normal. as usual. Yeah. 
It's that age-old mentality of, like, prepare for the worst and hope for the best, right? Right. Like I said, it's a cliche, but I think yeah. it rings true, especially in the military community, and it transfers well into especially our kind of business where it is a lot of hard work involved. Yeah. I think <laughs> it's so funny that you bring it up because there are so many... Um, there's just so many people on the internet that are trying to in, in, imitate, like, the David Gogginses, the Cameron Haynes, like, these absolute animals, and all these guys just regurgitate what they hear from those guys, and they're like, oh, yeah, just like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, oh. do, I do cold plunges, too, right? I, yeah. I'm, I'm, we're the same. <laughs> yeah, we're the same. Yeah, no one's I, the same as David yeah, Goggins. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, I do, I do hard things, so I'm prepared for bad, th- bad times. But honestly, most of the time, I think, and, and even, like, you and I probably um, are... are have done this in our lives, but like you went through hard things, but you stopped doing them um, because like you have earned, earned the right to not do them anymore. Right. Right. So like we carried logs so that we don't have to carry logs anymore so that our guys don't have to carry logs anymore. And um, sometimes like I, I feel myself getting a little soft in that way. And so I'll do things that I don't want to do. Like, you know, going on my four mile run or my stupid, like going to the gym when I really don't want to, even though it's just stupid cold shower. Yeah. Or stupid cold <laughs> shower. Even though it's just like a small little thing, it's just, it, it's the thing that I didn't want to do that day or I don't have to do. Like it's very easy. Once you start to get into better shape, people compliment you all the time. Oh, you're in such good shape. You're so strong. And then it's like, Oh yeah, you're looking so great. And you know how easy it is that day to just be like, I'm already looking good. Like, I could take today off. I don't need to go to the gym. Yeah. I worked eight hours in the field flying the crane yesterday, which I haven't done in a while. I'm tired. Yeah. That, like, soft mentality. So sometimes I do stuff just because I can feel, you know, like, the little softness creeping in. And I feel like a lot of people had to go through all those hard things, and that's why they are good entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. And they get where they want it to go, and they're, they start to get soft, but they talk about the hard times. It's like the good old days. Right, exactly. You know, like, the, the guy who was a football star in high school and then I like, graduated and stuck living there forever and it's the same thing with entrepreneurs like yeah I went through that like I'm the good essentially the plot line of Friday Night Lights yeah, yeah. The, the entire town the good old days yeah it's like the good old days and they just like yeah we're at a gas honest. station but I got my ring I got my I got my, <laughs> got my high school got my high school <laughs> ring yeah exactly same thing with a business like oh I have a self-sustaining business like that was it you know I, I made it but there is no made it for me because I just love the game dude I love I was talking to my wife about this the other night, and um, I don't really know what the stopping point is for Trico, dude, because I, yeah. I just like to build. It's fun for me. I like the journey. I like, um, I like I, more than anything, I like personal growth. I think above anything else, when people ask me what I'm passionate about, I think I finally found the answer, and it's, I just love personal growth, dude. I love it. So for me, it's like I don't really know when to stop because I, I like what I'm doing a lot. He loves personal growth. I do. I do, dude. I love personal growth. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely great. It's like just reading books about it and just like it's nice to see where you can go from one place to another. I mean, your whole story is going from this crazy place to another crazy place. Mine's a little, maybe a little less crazy, but we were both in the same slums at one point. Yep. And we made it to places we never thought we could. Yeah. And that's part of the. And that's because we got comfortable being un- comfortable being uncomfortable. I got comfortable being uncomfortable when I was sober. We got we I, were comfortable in that trailer. I got ten we, feet away from each other with girlfriends. A trailer in a fifth, <laughs> we shared a fifth wheel in the middle of nowhere, and I was comfortable. Which means that like when I have this house, yeah, of course I'm comfortable. But like I can also be comfortable sleeping in a pile of dirt. Like <laughs> and it goes back to what you were saying with like the Goggins guys and stuff like that, and c- partly where my the military part of where mine came from. There was also those guys. That you knew, and I, and I'll admit that I wasn't 
really mainly one of these guys other than in cardio and stuff like that. I didn't lift heavy or whatever, but I was always leading rucks and stuff like that because I love doing it, so I would do it on weekends and stuff. Yeah. But you'd always have those guys that are like, oh, these guys that are just in the gym for two hours a night, you know, working out, trying to make sure they're in peak physical condition. It's like, it's not like we're at war. It's like, yeah, but when we are, you're going to be sucking behind sucking, them. Sucking, yeah, and exactly. It, and it, it's just like, because I, and then we would go on 10, 15 mile ruck marches and I'm carrying a 240 and my M4 yep. backwards faster than half the platoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because, dude. you know, what you, yeah. I mean, I understand complacency in, when there's not a time of war, but. So I guess that leads into, like, my first question is, like, how do you keep going when things get difficult? And, um, dude, honestly, I don't, even, I don't even know if there is a straight-up answer to that question. I feel like everyone's motivation is different. Some people use negative motivation. Like, I don't want to fear a failure, right? So they're using that negative, like, I'm afraid. And I don't think that the negative reinforcement is bad, just so everyone knows. Like, I think it can also be a great motivator to get things done that you need to get done. So, like, some people use, like, I'm afraid of, like, failure. I'm afraid of being where I once was. I'm afraid of these things. And other people are like, I'm, my motivation is positive reinforcement. Like, I'm trying to get or to that goal. To yeah, spot, like, I'm trying to, I have this thing and this thing. And I think, honestly, it's a combination of both. So, for me, like, my my way to keep going when things get difficult is, like, sometimes it's, Sometimes it's, I want to beat the competitor next to me. Like, I want to beat other tree companies, specifically one tree company. Right, exactly. And you yeah. know who it is. They're way cool. And I want to roast them. Yeah, random. I want to put them, I want to be so far ahead that it is, it is non-negotiable whether or not who's the better tree company. And it's a long game. Yeah, and it's a long game. It takes a lot and of time, how, consistent effort. And like I said, for you being the owner, that's what it is for you. And for me, in the same thought process, mm-hmm. and you know we're different, I'm way laid back sometimes in this sort of thing. So, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but my version of that is not growing to my next position. I'm in my position right now. And mm-hmm. I don't have, I don't think I need to go much further as far as my title goes. Yeah. Everything that goes along with my title nowadays is all needs to be dialed in and mm-hmm. be perfected Yeah. to a point of like, and you're like where you're trying to get, where it runs itself to an extent, yeah, with with a slight amount of slight bit of oversight, and yeah. you know you're still having your ingenuity. You're still working on that growth process, and so that, like you said the other day, when you don't, when you get to a point where it's running itself, and then you can ex- exude yourself from the situation to a certain extent, and then an opportunity arises. That's where you come back in. And to, be the, to, to play lead yeah. in that new growth that is getting instituted. Yeah, my job is to forge new paths. Like, eventually the company should self-sustain. And then your job as an owner is to forge new paths, develop company growth, look for future and insight. And, um, yeah, those are things that I use as positive reinforcement. Like, I want to have a, a, better, a better life for my wife and my kids. And I want to have freedom to, like, take my kids boating and, like, do all these things. But I also am afraid of... of my past I'm also afraid of like I don't want to go live in a trailer again like that was fine honestly like if I had to I don't even think I'd really complain but I also like I'd be sad yeah I'd be like dang you wouldn't have a boat but but it would yeah but it it would almost be sad not because of living in a trailer was bad but because of what I lost because of the potential that I failed to live up to that's the hard part right like not oh I gotta go live in a trailer it's oh I gotta regress because I failed to do the things that I set out to do that's the hard part. Yeah, regression scares a lot of people, I feel like. Definitely yeah. me. Yeah. So there's, like, positive and negative reinforcements. I think you can use whatever you need to use to get to the next step. Like, uh, it's that, that Alex Hormozzi quote, right? Um, 
that we have argued about a thousand times. Like, I do what is required. What is required? Is it, it today, is it negative reinforcement or positive reinforcement? Right. I don't care where the motivation comes from, just get it done. Yeah, you know? that's I how I feel at least. And we and we definitely differ on that question, but I think it's a wording thing. I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a straight I don't think it's a straight Here we disagreement. Go. Another fifteen minute waste of time. Let's talk about it. I don't feel like it's a waste of time, but I'm I'm not going to go into it. I'm just yeah. saying that like I mean it's been on the past episodes, yeah. but yeah. I think I don't think we argue about it. I think we just have different, different words yeah. for different things. Yeah, it's not really a waste of time, by the way. I didn't mean to like that. No, I just meant like we you. can regress on we can digress on that topic. A right. lot. Exactly. You and I could go about that one around and around in circles because we've done it. For sure, because we're both pricks about the definitions of words. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, remember exactly. that one? The defi- what, what were you we trying to define? Never mind. Let's go. Remember. Let's continue. Yeah, we were trying to define something one time, and we were freaking out. Yeah, David freaking was just out. Yeah, David was just laughing in the corner. Okay, what is the difference between being... Oh, this is a good one. Uh, being soft and a pushover versus being nice. That's a hard one to define. Um, I think... That the difference, um, it, it is on a case by case basis. Yeah, case by case basis, um, because I don't think there is any one way to define it. Honestly, I think it's person to person, and and honestly, not all the rules. For sure, fit. it's person to person. I don't think. Yeah, and I don't think people. I don't think there's like a one rule fits all. I don't think it's as black and white as that. And I think also that um, a lot of it has to do with boundaries, mm-hmm. like. For instance, <clears throat> a lot of the people I'm sure listening will have dealt with this problem, loaning family members or friends money, right? Where's the line? Well, one guy has borrowed $100 from me 10 times in a row and never paid it back. Mm-hmm. I have been obviously very nice, right? And then that line is finally drawn in the sand. I'm not going to help you anymore because you have burned that bridge a bunch of times. Right. Now, you take that to the next guy who you, same situation, has never borrowed money, borrows 100 bucks. And then you, if you cut him out right then and there, why did you do that? Like, it's not really fair. Um, and it's because... And it's a total difference in the way that you're saying it. Like, it's someone that borrows $100 10 times in a row never. and never pays it back. I don't care if someone is... There, that becomes a difference of that person I start resenting, but I loan this other person $350 twice and they pay both of them back. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, I will for sure loan you money again. Yeah, because I know you're going to pay me back. And, and that person, you just have to acknowledge. Yeah, but you, then... You have, to, you have to call it at a certain point. Like, yeah. at, at what point are you being just yeah. a pushover? It depends. It also depends on the size, right? Because, like, what if you loaned one person $50 a bunch of different times, you know, 100 different times over the course of 10 years? And yeah. it adds up to, like, whatever, five grand. Mm-hmm. But then someone came to you and was like, hey, can I borrow five grand? And you were like, no. Yeah, <laughs> probably like, not. Probably not. Because of the size of the request, right? So it's yeah. like... Um, Again, it's all situational, and those situations are complex. And, and I think, honestly, if you're a good person, you know the answer. Like, I, we deal with butthole clients all the time. And honestly, I think they know that they're being buttholes. I think that they do. I think that people yeah. know when they're being mean. I think that they know when they're being unreasonable. And honestly, if you don't, then that's not really my problem. I know what is required to be nice because people have told me I'm nice, and I, and I make people feel good, and I have lots of friends and family that love me. And I feel like if you have those things, you're probably a nice guy. Right. So you know the boundaries of being nice versus being not nice. Now, if you set that boundary, people sometimes, I think we live in a soft culture where, like, if you hold, and I do this with, I do this with my friends and family, so I'm guilty of it. Right. But when you, when you, someone holds their boundary and says no, sometimes we live, it's training us to get, like, offended and be like, ooh, I didn't like that. And it's like, they didn't really do anything wrong. They said, no, like, that was my boundary. I didn't really like it. Can't, can't help you or can't do that. That doesn't make them bad. It means that they set a boundary. Right. And, and I mean, 
I totally understand that because I have a family member close to me who's in the bowels of drug addiction. Yeah. And and you go through that for so long, and you you know you start feeling like, well, am I a pushover? Am I am I am I enabling this person? So you're like, okay, cool. I'm gonna take a hard stance on this person, but because of what they've done in the previ- in previous times in in this whole ordeal, like this person in my life could like sit down and like flip their hair a certain way. I'd be like, oh, don't. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Why did you do that? (laughs) Just instantly (laughs) mad over nothing. (laughs) I know that feeling. I've experienced it with my family members too. For sure. But you know what the crazy part too is, um, dude, you know what's, it's like mind blowing too is that you never know when the time that they actually say it's going to be the last time and that they've changed is going to be that last time because my dad bailed me out of jail multiple times. I always told him it was going to be different. Yeah, I always told him it was going to be different. Shout out dad. (laughs) Shout out to dads (laughs) for bailing their sons out of jail, dude. I told him it was going to be different. I told him I was going to quit drinking. All these things, always bailing me out, right? And I'm sure he was sick of it by the time I told him the last time that he bailed me out and I was like, it's going to be different this time. But that was the time that it was different. When he told you, did it feel like it was going to be that last time that he did it? Or did you think that you would, if you didn't make that big change? Like, are you, yeah. I'm just like, as a caveat, mm-hmm. do you think that that was his last time that he would have? Probably not. Right. I think it's very hard with people you love to, for it to be the last time. But I think... Especially with you when there's like, it's not all bad. It's, it's like, not all it's bad, like, whoa, yeah. there's these big glimmers of hope and then he's like, ah. Jail again. I'll Jail get, again. Yeah, you're I'll doing get, so I'll good. I'll get him. I'll get him. He's been doing good. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's again. It's situational, right? It never happened for me. It was all bad. It was all bad all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's it's hard to differentiate that, but I, I feel like you know boundaries. You set boundaries. You accept people's boundaries as long as they are upfront with you and tell them their tell you their boundaries. You have to accept them. And just don't be like, don't be so soft hearted about things like. Yeah. It's, it's okay to tell someone, hey, you're screwing up a little bit, but I'm telling you this out of love. Like, that's, that's a hard conversation to have. Exactly. But that, that is a, that makes, I think that is the difference between being a nice guy and being soft pushover. Soft and pushover will not ever tell you the hard things. They will be nice to the death. I think a nice guy who has boundaries will tell you, like, hey, I'm going to walk this road with you, but only if you walk it next to me. You know what I mean? So, right. like, they have a standard that they also hold. Yeah, it's the, it's the difference of being like, um, <clears throat> let's say, hey, can I borrow fifty dollars? And and again, my previous situation with the it, it, with the drug thing or with whatever it is, I've had multiple family members. But um, it's the difference of being like, hey, can I borrow fifty dollars? Because I I've got no groceries. It's like cool. Um, I'll hook you up right now, um, but it's going to be a $50 Visa gift card. And if they throw a fit, you know exactly what that shit was for. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Visa Visa gift card buys everything but drugs. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, exactly. Like, have you seen, like, when people um, are begging on the street and you're like, oh, yeah, let me take you into that McDonald's right there. I'll buy you food. And they're like, no, it doesn't really matter. They're like, no, just take the cash. It's like, no, I know you'll just take the cash. (laughs) I'm trying to get you food. If you're hungry, I'll get you a meal. I'll get you some food. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny, man. There's ways to work through it. But um, I said everything I needed to say about this topic. Oh, we're going to talk about it a lot in the future because I feel like it's something that just needs to be addressed over and over and over again. For sure. We, but, um, we usually ring back around to things. Yeah, we're going to ring through a billion times. We'll dude. come back to the whole what's required conversation S- soon. Six million. Yeah, do what is required. <laughs> all right, that's all I got for today. You got anything else? I'm pretty good. I'm going to go eat some sausage mozzarella, mozzarella pitas. Nice. I'm going to go to the gym and then probably make... Um, where you're messed up. You don't know your meal plan, but you I have, go to the gym that's messed up. Well, I can't decide between zoodles and, and um, like, uh, marinara and ground beef. 
or zoodles, um, bro. Dude, everyone thinks I'm weird, but I make like the open face tacos with Erica with rice and ground beef, and and I make the the like Mexican style sauce. Um, yeah, those are so good. But um, but uh, I add wow. shrimp to my beef tacos, and people think it's weird, but you know I don't even care, dude. Surf and turf, baby. You could put shrimp. You, know you, you could put shrimp on everything if you, anything if you cut yeah. it small enough and cook it better. Good yeah. Enough. You like how my um, my silencer is on too, and it's still beeped. I guess alarms do that. I guess you got to go to the gym or something. I guess you got to go to the gym or something. <laughs> yeah, we're running a late podcast. All right, that's all I got. Get out of my face.